Welcome back to another episode of Ready Comics Roll, and if you enjoy what you're listening to, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. From the Spider-Verse, I'm John. Age of Apocalypse is coming. I'm Mike. And with us today is a very special guest, yet again. From the Fortress of Solitude, I'm Brian. So, I had to sit down and I had to watch the Death of Superman uh, animated movie trailer, and it kind of got me thinking, like, the Batman animated series Hero Click set had just come out... We've got we've got this movie this new movie coming out and it's very reminiscent of that that DC like '90s animation style. I mean, it's more like the Young Justice War of uh, Justice League War kind of setup, but it, it meshes well with those older '90s cartoons. Like I always said, that Young Justice did it. It fits that trope where there's kind of a weird interconnect uh, interconnectivity between them all and. DC has always managed to do that, whereas, like, Marvel, it had some, it had its hits with the Spider-Man and the X-Men cartoon back in the 90s, and even, like, Spider-Man Unlimited was pretty decent for its, what, two-season run-ish? Because we got one season in, like, 99, and then we got another season, like, 2001, 2002-ish, or, like, half of a season. But it got me thinking, you know, like, we've got another Hero Clicks set coming out with uh, Secret War. Not until like October, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but we just had, around we just the had corner. The animated series, which was a good set, and before that, we had for for me not being a Batman fan, but obviously my childhood. You know, I watched a lot, and I think everyone can say and agree here that Batman the animated series was kind of one of those pinnacles of the 90s uh, Marvel or DC animated series. Like, hands down, whether you're with Batman, against Batman, anything like that, the show was amazing. Yeah, and it really paved the way for the the whole DC animated, like Warner Brothers Studio animated series, where you had that, and then you had the Adventures of Superman that came shortly on the tails of the Batman animated series. And then after that, you got into Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, which were both later on, but they were both, you know, the same art style. You had some of the same voice actors, and a lot of it was just so well done. And like we we go back and we look at it now, and like it's one of those things. Like I, I rewatched the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited on Netflix um, while it was still on there. I'm not sure if it is still, but it was on there a few months back. And I had watched through it all, and I'm like, I didn't realize almost all of those episodes were, like, two or three parters. Like, they're all interconnected, and there's always, like, something going on. They just had a really good storyline for all their DC shows from back in the 90s. Yeah. They well, all connected in some sh- way, shape, or form. And and Marvel Marvel didn't really do that, but Fox with with Marvel did. Like, you had the, the two animated series that were specifically on Fox, Spider-Man and the X-Men, um, which... From the get-go, X-Men was phenomenal. Just from the opening theme. <laughs> yes. I, I was going to say, um, <laughs> well, we, when, when we were talking about this kind of before the cast and everything like that, and I'm like, man, it's been years. No, like a decade since, <laughs> since I've like really watched these shows. And it, just like the first thing that I remember, whether it be Batman the Animated Series or X-Men the Animated Series... Back in those like I vividly remember those intros. No matter what, like the Batman one, Anthony, Anthony, insert the X Men intro here. Yeah, (laughs) 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 the Batman one, the way that just that, yeah, that that just that. But either way, what it comes down to is like you know, it's been so long since I've kind of seen those. I I know I I'm not like Mike, where I didn't go back on YouTube and kind of more recently watch them. 
I, I have vague memories of some of the stuff. I mean, all happy memories. I don't know necessarily if everything has aged well, beautifully well. But X Men is still the way it is. It's very good to the fans. It's I love it. It's right. on Netflix right well, now. Well, I mean, for yeah. me, X Men, uh, X Men, honestly, like one of the fondest moments that it is for me being a uh, cable fan. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, realistically, I think like I had a few issues uh, that may have concerned issue uh, with cable and stuff like that, uh, connected X Men issues or anything like that, or X Force stuff. But um, I wasn't really brought into knowing and understanding who Cable was until I saw him on uh, the animated series. And at that point in time, I'm just like, how how classic '90s is that? Big badass like Terminator dude, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> innocence, almost like half robot, just running around from the future, being like, "Okay, I'm gonna kill you. I'm I'm fucking some stuff up because of the fact, like I know what's Must going on in the future." Don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and it was it was like during a, uh, I remember specifically it was around that time too. Like Terminator was coming out, and or at least had been out and really. Uh, Prominent and with everything, and uh, yeah, that that just drew me into one of my favorite characters, even to this day. Yeah. So, and then you got your second favorite character, which was your Magneto. Well, yeah, no, Magneto was uh-huh. always a staple when it came down to X Men. I like all the really good characters, you know, your Magneto, your Cable, <laughs> your your Doom, you know, the ones that actually kick ass and get things done instead of uh, some really shitty characters like the Fantastic Four or <laughs> <laughs> Cyclops. Like, yeah, Who's listen, the only the, yeah, uh-huh. I still to this day say the only thing good that Cyclops has ever done is be linked to Cable. That's it. <laughs> Scott, he Scott, you got donor. Scott, you got it all wrong. Logan's been banging jeans since day one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but no, it, I mean that's one of those things. Like I've been playing the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games on PS4 because they they uh, they had the summer deals and stuff, and I got it on summer deal and whatnot. And I like, haven't played those games in a while. I know yeah. I, I had it played. I forgot which one involved the Civil War. Oh like God, it, was, that, it had been that, that ages. long. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, but I, I was playing through those, and I was like, "Hey, this you know, this is very reminiscent." And it kind of reminded me of those cartoons, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, let's talk about that shit." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on that that's note, good. we need to have a land party on that shit. I, I know, I dude, that's still couch co-op, bro. That that's I like know. old school. Yeah. I know we need to get on get that. a couple of people together again and actually yeah. do that. We can maybe even try to try to stream it for people who would like to see that's that. What, I was trying to get Carbone over here just so me and him could sit down and do it. Yeah, I, I picked up that, and I picked up the. Um, they they did a second uh, second game of um, uh, shit monsters something like that. It's it was it's kind of like in the realm of like Little Big Planet, but it's a tower defense game where you uh, like run, pixel junk monsters. Oh, okay. You you run around as one dude and you go over and you like set up towers out of trees and stuff, and yeah. they, they you shoot monster waves. It's kind of a cool game, but you actually like have to run around. So it's a very like. Fast-paced kind yeah, of tower defense yeah, yeah. game. But go ahead and drop us in the comments below. You know, uh, if you played uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and tell us some of your favorite characters that you well, played. Or in the it. X-Men Legends game. Yeah, X-Men Legends 2. X-Men Legends 2, when you could play as fucking Magneto and Sabretooth, was the bomb. Yeah, that was the shit. Now, see, I, see, I just remember, you know, so many different things. I can't, like, vividly remember 
everything from all the series as much as I would love to. But, like, watching Batman the Animated Series. And I guess the reason why I think of that so much is because, obviously, Heroclix, more recently, what, within the past, like, month, month and a half, dropped um, the newest uh, DC set for Heroclix, which was Batman the Animated Series. And it was, honestly, a really good set, really fun pieces. Again, it's very stereotypical for a Batman series set which has you know low point claws and oh yeah it, a lot of nine batman yeah nine. It, it was I it? Think it's nine wow well between batman beta man and the uh Clayface that is in the form of batman right and then you have batman that's dressed up as killer croc yes because there was that they they actually like they that did all episode. the like they did almost every they did a hint at almost every like main memorable episode oh, wow. like you remember well, the episode where it's like killer croc and uh joker and Everybody's sitting around a card table playing cards, yeah. and then it turns out to be Batman in the end. They did that. Yeah, they oh, did wow. the they, they, they did they... the freaking Alfred gets a vacation episode where the first time he uh, not the first time he well the first time Alfred meets Poison Ivy, I guess. Yeah, because it's like Alfred goes on vacation and you get the white suit Alfred. It's they did though. They, they did a so really good. Alfred. Got it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pimp they Alfred. they did a really good job at making sure that when they created the the characters, which by the way, uh, like the, the for the sculpts, the sculpts look really great because it matches um, the animated, animated series. That like, I saw the Batman Beyond click uh, just not moments ago, and it looks nice. Yeah. No, really sharp, really clean. I they like actually how... got his like stance where he goes before he goes into any type of combat. Right, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, and the, so they they did really good at the sculpting, but I think it, it's 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 uh, kind of. What, what are the words I'm looking for? I'm sorry. Words, you know, escape me with this. Uh, but basically, it, because of the art style and how it could be done in Batman the Animated Series, they did a really good job at mirroring that style in Heroclix. And I think it was in their benefit because they didn't have to make it super realistic, which sometimes they're, they're, they've, they, Heroclix they has done good, that. but then they've also had some figs that were, botched now don't get me wrong in every set you're still gonna have like botched really ugly looking figs but um you know the, in this they were able to make them look toony which they was brought in that nostalgia really feeling of the 90s and captured it well a- absolutely and the other thing just like mike was saying they went even further they didn't just pick characters from that episode even on their cards it would say inspired from this episode oh yeah. wow yeah so you can look back and go this this specific character you know what I mean? This Clayface was brought to you by the episode that uh, where he was developing himself and he, he was going back and forth between... It was like uh, Muddy Waters yeah. was the name of the first episode he was in and then there was another episode where it was like Broken Clay or something like that. Right, right. Broken, right yeah. So like you have all this stuff that's like the transformation of it and like it, again it's just a really kind of like fun set and with... The pieces that they put in there, low point costs, uh, things that can... Uh, I'm still really happy because I pulled the man bat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, the the stuff that came out with it, like low point costs, it's very meta. Low point costs, things that can spawn other figures, this <coughs> through the utilization of um, leadership. So you have this where you can amass like a henchman army or a ninja army. And I heard yeah, there like was one Peng- uh, penguin can get a mob. Yeah, and I heard there was one uh, pog that was really really sick. Yeah, the, the ace of the bat, ace yeah. the dog. Yeah. Oh which, my god. Well, no. What I what I started to love running, which you didn't get to see it. Uh, I went with Anthony and his brother and like a few other guys, uh, and we went to the comic book store, and we were playing Heroclix over there. 
And I decided to use the uh, Fast Forces Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is, she, see, she, she's really cool because she places out uh, vine tokens. The, like, the killer like, vines. Like a barrier, almost, like? No, one at a time. Okay. You, it's a free action. She places it up. But the thing is, though, you have to place it in hindering terrain, but it's anywhere in 10 squares. Doesn't matter about line of fire. Doesn't matter about uh, anything. It, like, it's just 10 squares. So <laughs> I, I would, like, slowly move her up. There was combat going on because it was a massive free-for-all. And I would just pop down these vines, and they have a uh, flurry. So they're just swiping at people for two damage. It was hilarious. <laughs> and they're like, shit. well, I'm going to destroy it. And it's just like, all right, that's cool. You get no points for it. And the next round, I just popped out another one because she's safe 10 squares away. So you, so you brought the tentacle porn to them. Got yes, it. absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the, the set's turning out to be really fun. And with that being said, though, we do. We have other stuff that's going to be later this year that's linking to, you know, the Spider-Verse, yeah. uh, Battle World, uh, kind of all these other things that are very much reminiscent to you know when we were watching spider-man in the animated series which again that's another theme song that i can't get you know out of my head when when you're kind of going through all that i i still remember i think one of the first episodes that i ever watched was the uh lizard episode when uh kurt connors was becoming you know the lizard so yeah, that's one of the, that's one of those early episodes. I think that was within the, like the first like ten episodes or something. Right, like that. right. One of my right favorite episodes from that one it has to be when they brought in Carnage for the first time. Mm. I'm sorry, they well, captured the essence of Carnage in that scene when they when they did the whole black suit arc when they when they actually like that was put very that, reminiscent. That, that was fighting. so good, and it was the thing is is they did so well on creating their own like they created their telling own origin it. and stuff, their own telling and, of it, yeah. And it turned into what the comics use now. Like yeah. there, there, that wasn't the original origin story. Originally, it was not like it was. It was in Secret Wars, and he developed the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To where this, it's just like okay, alien creature comes down and whatever like that. I know Anthony could school us all on Venom, but that was actually one of the things back in the day that made me really follow Venom. So, was the cartoon? Was the cartoon? Yeah, that's where I was. Just it, like, any of the symbiotes, in fact, it made yeah. it, it made Eddie Brock really like well it made him into it, it, it the line gave it, him, it really it gave, gave him a, a good spotlight. it made him a liking likable character yeah um and i and the thing is is like you had that you you got a lot of the crossovers with spider-man because spider-man would cross over with the x-men series you had fantastic four series they did the, yeah they even included oh yeah i forgot there was a fantastic uh, that's were, the other thing i forgot there was a fantastic four animated show because they did they, silver surfer too they they did that basically that homage to uh Incredible back ta- uh, bombastic Bagman. Yeah, because uh, well, he because that's after he gets the black suit because he takes yeah. the 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 uh, symbiote in the, to in read. The old Spider Man wasn't there a, an episode where uh, you got to meet like Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and all them when they had to help uh, the Avengers in the old epi- in the old series in the old ones. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I remember like them thawing Captain America out of the ice and him having to fight Red Skull and Electro because like Electro yes. is Electro and Chameleon are apparently Red Skull's children. Like yeah, nephews and 
descendants. Yeah. That explains a few things. Well, and, it, and like chameleons adopted. Like that's all I got out of it was chameleons adopted and he feels bad about it. Well, see that that's one of the things though. In, in that regard when when you're looking at the 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 differences between like the DC and Marvel stuff, they both at least had that similarity to where the some of the properties did a really good job at weaving the stories together. That may and, not and, have and, been direct stories but they created these crossover events which made sir you knew before disney was doing the whole marvel cinematic universe you know fox and them were doing this for these animated cartoons and doing a really and good that's job the thing, like warner brothers animation studios saved batman back in the day because batman in the comic books had been struggling and 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 not not like by a small margin, but like by a huge margin. It used to in the in the late eighties and early nineties, Batman was like not going off the shelves at all, and it was one of those things like because nobody liked freaking Robins, and they kept introducing a new Robin every other week or whatever, and that's how we got Harlequin and stuff was from the animated series, yeah. and that really helped kind of propel the Joker and how we got one of the best Jokers of all times to this day. His voice will be synonymous with the Joker forever. Okay? Yeah, no, Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill wins. Mark Hamill wins. Simple <laughs> I, as that. And I, the guy, the guy can be what Toy Master and uh, Joker's voice and Trickster and Trickster. Yeah, that's what it was. I right? saw a video. Well, where... He was Trickster in the he was Trickster in the Flash TV. Show. Oh, okay, that's yep. what it was. I actually saw a yep. video of it was at a college campus where Mark Hamill was, actually had to do a dialogue between Luke Skywalker and Mark as uh, the Joker. Which was just insane to watch. I love when you can find those voice acting ones. Like they they do it all the time for uh, some of the actors that did like Fairy Odd Parents and yep. some of the big voice actors. They love doing those skits where it's like I'm gonna pretend I'm so and so, a big voice that I played, and I'm gonna redo a scene from Sin City. And it's just like, <laughs> why is Cosmo? Being, <laughs> why think, is he in the Sin City universe? Like, I think the best one I ever saw was Patrick Warburton doing the TikToks to Joe Swanson. <laughs> so you couldn't tell them apart. <laughs> it's like, okay, there you go. Yeah, I, I gotta go kind of check that one out. Yeah, that's not bad. That's another thing, though. Do you, do you, the, one of those, uh, off shows, The Tick. Back in the nineties. Oh yeah, like it, it, that was that was such a fun animated show to watch. live action animated. No, the animated. Because even when they had Patrick Warburton play him live, it, I mean, it worked. Yeah, it worked. I just remember it was like really short lived, but yeah. still, that that was that was fun to watch. And I guess that's a, a question that I kind of want to pose to everyone here. Um, and please let us know in the comments below uh, what your opinion on this too is, experience wise. Out of all these 90s cartoons, whether it be Batman, X-Men, Spider-Man, Justice League, Tick, so on and so forth, all, all the list, maybe, obviously ones that I, I can't even fully remember in, in, in being out there, because 90s was huge with a lot of different animated series, what was the one show that you can remember the fondest, and that you could say you probably had the most fun watching? Damn, I mean, I... And this is probably just my fallback because it's one of those things like I, I still love the characters and even like the fact that some of the villains like when we played uh, DC Universe Online, I specifically made a villain character 
And it's the only villain character that I got max leveled and did raids with and did all... Like, I, I put way more time into DCUO than probably anyone else of, of us. Yeah. Out of <laughs> the, the group of friends, the group that, we of friends that we have. Yeah. Where we actually well, like, We waited. all started, we all, like, we're like, we're loading up now. Oh my god, there's a 16 gig download. What the fuck? Oh man, that, that <laughs> launch night, do you remember that? All yeah. of us on the phone being like, what's going on? What's going on? Kinds of right. crashing, not getting in. One person gets in, it crashes and kicks something out. Oh, oh man. That Colton's like, I have to awesome. reinstall it five times. That was great. What a memorable night. Yeah. All of us getting like the special edition for that just to make sure that we were good. And we had to wait until like the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I got in that night. Like I was, I, I had managed to get the full install, got everything done in one night. And it was at like 3 a.m. I'm just like, I wake up and I look at the, I turn the TV back on to see where the progress bar is at and it's finished. And I'm like, I'm staying up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. like, it all be up till 6 a.m. I don't give no shits. Yeah. Um, but that was one of those things. Like I, I specifically made a character after a character from the Superman animated series, which was Firefly. Yeah. Because, because you made Firefly. I made Firefly. Um, yeah. yeah. I know. I remember oh, jeez. I remember this character. So, the the whole concept... It's the only, it's the only differentiation between his Nova Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, the whole the whole thing was, is in Superman anime series, you have this group of bank robbers in Metropolis that are literally... Like, I already told you what happens to bank robbers in I know. Metropolis. We, we've he, just, he just freezes their legs and punches them in their chest. That's it. <laughs> That's done. it. They're, They're done. done. They can't even feel their legs anymore. And they worry about their legs. I told you about this. I yeah. don't know why you put yourself into this. So, it's one of those things, like, so <laughs> they, you have this character who's not a meta, who's not superpowered at all. He has a suit that allows him to fly with a flamethrower pistol. And that is his, that is his freaking deal. Like, I thought it was the most outlandish thing you could put against Superman. And, of course, it's like the episode before him and, and Batman trade places for a day. <laughs> Bane goes to break the Batman, and then Batman breaks the Bane. <laughs> so your most memorable one would have to be from Superman the Animated yeah. Series. Superman the yeah. Animated Series and the Bat, like him and the Batman Animated Series crossing over the ways that they did was just phenomenal. Okay, okay, I, I can see that. Especially being such a Superman fan as you are, I, yeah. I can clearly see that. Brian, what about you? What, what would you say was probably the fondest moment or or anything like that? Like which one really drew? Aside from that, it's the X Men opening theme. Exactly. <laughs> Except for that, like that the the X Men game and everything. Always the X Men. Yeah, I always grew up on that. Seeing Wolverine, um, the sinister, uh, sinister uh, Gene on there. Uh, the thing that kills me, and this and this is something that we, we I mentioned on a previous episode. They they get into the last like few episodes of that series, and it's it's like the whole series. If you really pay attention to it, is very jubilee centric up to a point. Uh, the first like half of the first season was jubilee centric. Yeah. Then it just starts, and then it ends doom. on jubilee centric because the last three episodes are literally him, her babysitting or like taking some like young young cadets out into the out into the wilderness the new, around the new yeah. generation of mutants. Yeah. I mean, I was never a Jubilee fan, but yeah. it, she you could tell that she was at least um, you know, centric to the story and she was Apparently we're getting Jubilee in New Mutants, the horror movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm like how are you going to make Jubilee in a horror movie? <laughs> Sparkles everywhere. Sparkles. <laughs> Unless they have a pacemaker, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so so X Men people's hearts left and right. Right, right. So X Men was definitely your, your yeah. bag. 
See, for me, uh, I have to go with, I think, Spider-Man. And, and I say that because, like, even though Cable, one of my favorite uh, characters of all time and stuff like that, uh, Spider-Man probably was the funnest to watch. Uh, it had. It so had some many... of the. It's, it had some of the weirdest animation quirks because, like, when they did um, what's his face, the sidekick to uh, Kingpin for the longest time, and then he becomes his own. Like, he gets mutated. Oh, and, oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and the wheelchair. Smythe. Um, Smythe. So, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So when they did Smythe, like they had his his uh, arachnoid things that would chase Spider-Man throughout and the city. Like, and like bio lasers or something. And yeah. for some odd reason, those were computer animated, flying through the computer animated city. And then you'd have Spider-Man who's like hand drawn. <laughs> you know what's horrible too is the fact that they they did have some like digital effects within that animation. And the intro, the intro was completely like. Right, right, right. But it, like, in, in that was the thing. Like, I, I liked that show, but then when it, when you had other shows later down the line that were like going fully animated 3D, you know, uh, computer generated stuff, I was never a big fan of that. But when so- Spider Man did it, I was always a big fan. And one of the big things for me, because what was, it was what so was the fun, show with the mech suit pilots? I don't remember. Figure that out and then get back to me. I swear, if you're talking about like Appleseed or no, 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 it was the it was the it was an anime series. That. It was on Fox. It was one of the Fox cartoon lineup um, in the late '90s, early 2000s. The Exo Squad. Exo Squad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did got it. <laughs> um, which also was a really good show, yeah, but also had some of those weird animation quirks because you yeah. had the hand drawn characters. No, I remember a lot of it being specifically, like, just Computer, animated. Yeah. No, animated. Well, yeah, a lot of it, it was. Animated. And then you had, like, they go into space, and the asteroids were all computer-generated and stuff. At that point in time, I think they were trying to, like, mimic the the velocity of, like, Gundam stuff, <laughs> you know? Um, but it, it, Spider-Man, Spider-Man was just really fun because it had so many different characters, had so many arcs. It was such a popular, yeah. you know, franchise. And it was the central core to crossing over for Marvel. You know what I mean? Introducing or uh, kind of bringing in the Fantastic Four, bringing over to the X-Men or anything like that. Like, that was where you could go into it and you kind of got to dip your toes in every little little thing here and there. Slightly uh, Doctor Strange as well. In, uh, exactly. Spider-Verse, they brought in... Uh, they brought in almost everybody in that show. Like, you had Doctor Strange, you had... Beyonder, you had Madame Web, and you had the whole, like, the Contest of Champions thing where he, he got, like, uh, was it, I can't remember if it was Reed, he, I know he got Susan Storm, um, Johnny Storm, Storm, Storm. Yeah. <laughs> he had a whole bunch of Storms on his team. That's a good thing, and I think he had a few um, Spideys, like the Scarlet Spider-Man. Well, that, that, was another, that was another episode. That was the, that was the second game that he played with Beyonder, because he had the chess match, which was the, um... The, the battle the battle with Beyonder or whatever it was called but it was a chess match and you had like Victor Von Doom and like all the all these like super villains and you had like the Lizard Doc Ock Doctor Doom um, I think they even had Magneto they yeah may have, I, I think I, it was Mag, I think it was Magneto from the X Men because they had Storm and they had one other X Men on there too yeah. see um, that that makes me like th- this conversation though really makes me want to go back and watch. Spider-Man, the animated series, and, like, X-Men and stuff like that. Because, again, I haven't watched them in so long, but I just remember, like, they, they, they had... There's such a good nostalgia trip. And the thing is, is they didn't actually age that bad. Going back, like, the thing that I noticed the most was, again, those weird 
like jump between computer graphics and hand drawn animation. Yeah, that was the only thing that like really took me out of the shows, and it only happens really in a few of the shows. I would say too, if it if it wasn't for Spider Man, I think my other biggest connection. I think you just don't watch the last three episodes of X Men. You just don't. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was gonna say though the uh, the uh, if it wasn't Spider Man, then I said I would have said that my biggest connection would have been uh, actually uh, with Brian uh, X Men. And one of the big reasons for that was not just the show. The show was amazing, obviously, but um, the arcade. I specifically <laughs> remember going yeah, to the skating rink, okay, and hanging out with friends or whatever like that, trying to go over there. And we'd go over to the 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 arcade area in the skating Colossus rink. Flex, yeah, flex. <laughs> <laughs> You know, with, it knocks uh, everybody down. Yeah, and Wolverine with his Berserker Barrage and and Cyclops. And you could get fastball special if you had Colossus and Wolverine. I always did the Wolverine. That, but I had honestly, I'm not a big fan of Colossus, but I had to always use Colossus that because he had the most OP thing. He's just like he goes over there, he's beating up people, he's beating up people, and then, uh-huh. then when things got hairy, he just explode on screen. Like it was great, you know. It was kind of OP with that. Hey, you know. But um, with 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 things like, you know, DC, uh, with Batman the animated series, with uh, Superman the animated series, you know, DC, I, I, I had my fondness for it, and like I said, Batman was probably the best series that had come out of all that. But well, Batman was definitely it was the longest running. It was the it was the flagship. It was the it was flagship. Like, it what put DC on the map to kind of move forward and kind of. And go the sad thing is, they have tried to re-catch that glory so many times. They had to the Batman. They had Batman Brave and the Bold, which didn't work out as Brave well. And I'm sorry, I did not. Brave and the Bold was probably the least bad of them all, which is sad because I still think it was it was way too childish. But it was it wasn't a bad series for what it was. It was uh-huh. just the fact that like. When you look at some of the, when you look at all the other ones, when you put it against the Batman and um, I might be just Batman. I might be a little bit biased, and not because I'm not a Batman fan, because again, I have respect for the show and the character and kind of what it's done, but I'm just not a fan. Um, <laughs> that that I didn't like Brave and the Bold because of its hokiness. Yeah, I did not enjoy this like uh, kind of if you would, Batman and Friends type of attitude. Like, it was way too cheeky to be interesting to me, and I, I didn't like... I mean, I thought, I thought it, it did a good job of... Grittiness of a Batman show. Well, it, right. it, it, did a lot of, it did a lot of good with bringing in characters mm-hmm. that not a lot of people knew. You had Etrigan introduced through that, and you had um, Zatanna Gold. came in a couple times, and you had Blue Beetle, and... Um, like the old Booster Blue Gold, Beetle. and yeah. yeah, you had the old, you had Ted Cord Blue Beetle, yeah, the which, old, like the original Blue Beetle, yeah. But that's the thing, though they they did do some of those things, and they made like you know Aquaman look like such a tool, you know. <laughs> but they brought in like Green Arrow, and you had you had uh, Speedy, and you. But had I Tom I and... would have rather stuck with Justice League for a lot of those characters. No, and I, I and that that was the thing, like it, Justice League for for as kind of precise storytelling that it tried to do, I would not say necessarily that I was the biggest fan to, like, was this super entertaining? Because I don't think so, because Bat- or like Justice League was very much like, here's a story, this is what we're going to do, let's accomplish it. In a well, lot it, it of was, its regards. It was a lot of these, like, 
Again, it was they, they, it was Justice part, League. It was all two parters or three parters, and it was very much like here's the beginning of the story, here's the conclusion, here's the beginning of the story, here's the conclusion, and it and it did a very good job of making full stories out of hour long episodes essentially, because it was you know broken apart two half hours, but they they did a very good job of telling a complete story, but oh, they were all very much not connected. DC really didn't get its stride for story. Like they they went from really good storytelling from Batman the animated series and even with Superman the animated series, Justice League I felt it kind of fell flat a lot of bit a, uh, a little bit. Justice League got unlimited. I felt like they they they, they, they tried to they tried to they, yeah, they, they, they really tried to just jam as many characters as they did and I think it suffered it made the storytelling suffer. Um they I don't think they did well until more recent with Young Justice. Like when they finally started to come back around or and go movies. listen or the movies. Like, right, they but did they, great with oh, the it, movies. DC does amazing with animated movies. Honestly That's that one is one of the reasons why I'm psyched for the new uh yeah, yeah Superman. The, DC if it has a stranglehold on anything at all, because obviously their 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 live action movies are not that great. Although I am really looking forward to Shazam. I'm actually looking forward to Aquaman. I'm. It looks like it's a straight rip from Throne of Atlantis. I'm I'm still a little bit out on that. I think <laughs> Jason Momoa is an awesome Aquaman, but my thing is though, I don't know how invested I am. Shazam looks like it's going to be just a fun movie my, my issue is this i i love jason momoa but i i can't i i can't picture him carrying that character any better than he carried conan Ooh. which is which is sad to say because i actually enjoyed the conan movie it was Ooh. just a, it was hard for him to carry that role because it's it's so much just like there's also, nothing there really. also depending like, on what type of script they give him if they're, the writers it are bad, I honestly, honestly, in, in in certain regards, I kind of want to agree with you there. But here's the thing: if you look at it, and DC might finally have, like, they might have the ability to where. Okay, let me start over. <laughs> uh, MCU did a really good job at developing its villains. Aquaman has a prime possibility a prime scope to take some really good villains aquaman or um aquaman ocean, master. ocean master. master i'm sorry uh aquaman ocean Ma- black like, manta black manta well, black manta black manta is black manta is he's in, in the movie no yeah. he is in the movie but that's uh, that he i'm saying great that i think black manta is an excellent place for them to start out and really get you drawn into the villains of dc because that they need to do something, and if they can, when, if they can set up Orm in this to yes. kind of be the next big, big DZ villain, like the actual yes. like next DC villain for the actual DCUO, I think that would be the best thing to do because he's one of those characters that could actually threaten everybody. Because one, he's good with the aqua magic. Two, he's got if he can get the spear of Poseidon and stuff. He he's, he he can have the resources to kind of do it, and I agree. But because when you look at Wonder if Woman, use, if you're going to combat Superman, you need some magic on your side. Yeah, when 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 you go when you look at uh, Superman, okay, the the Kryptonians are kind of like not there anymore. So villains, whatever. 
Uh, Superman just comes in and, and kind of knocks a lot of villains off to the side. Look at, uh, you know, Steppenwolf. Justice League was having a problem. Steppenwolf gets his butt kicked once Superman comes back in. You know, which, completely rightfully so. The, but The Kryptonian is gone. We can conquer the planet. Exactly. Oh, wait, no, the Kryptonian's back. We're dead. So, so, like, Steppenwolf was very much, especially at the end, underwhelming. Like, he became, like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, let's see how this dynamic plays through. And then at the end, he kind of falls flat. Um, when you look at uh, I, I Wonder Woman, when you look at Ares. Wonder Woman, Ares was one of the biggest letdowns, and I'm going to say it right now because, honestly, I know a lot of people out there liked Wonder Woman. I didn't because uh, mostly... Who they got for the actor for Ares? I did not like the actor. Ares felt so underwhelming. It's just he felt underwhelming as it... Because I called that arc before it even... Exactly. It was one of those things I knew it was coming Me and him were both like, it's going to be... Like, it's going to be Ares. It's going to be very... At the end, it's just like... what what am I watching? Like this is really pointless. Like yeah. I wanted something grand. I wanted something the fight good. Wasn't even spectacular. I, I loved the fighting. Was I not loved good. what they did with nothing. I, what Ares can do. I loved what they did with the character of Wonder Woman. I hated the turn that that movie took. Yeah, and I, I even said this. I think when we I didn't did we do a review of Wonder Woman? I no, remember. we didn't. That was before. We yeah, it was before said. we started doing this. Um, but no, that that was my big thing. It's like the the movie is not good because the villain falls really flat. Like the story of Wonder Woman. I'm glad you're telling this origin story because a lot of people don't know. Which that's great. I really like the fact that you're establishing something. But and you're not it, rehashing the Batman's parents died thing for the 90th time. Exactly. But like, when, if you're going to tell an origin story, tell one we haven't heard 12 times. We know Uncle Ben dies and we know Batman's parents die. Get over it. Right. <laughs> but then when you're coming to this like final arc of your movie, your big bad is kind of, why did I waste my time? You know what I, I mean? mean? It's, still it better than, it's still better than my mom's name is Martha too. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna go into that. I'm not, yeah, either way, again, that it's like, I listen. I have my problems with what's his name playing Lex Luthor. I don't necessarily like that either. But yeah. um, I can deal with that more than I can deal with the whole Martha ending. Yeah. Hey, either way, uh, but that's the thing, though. So you DC has a major problem in in the universe to to like these villains kind of being like, eh, whatever. Where's your connection? Where's your, where's your like impending doom? Where's, where's something that makes you go, wow, he's someone to either not be trifled with or amazing, amazes you in his, his ability. Like DC has not had that. Whether how outstanding or lackluster you feel their, their heroes and heroines are, um, that, it just it doesn't come together because your villains aren't coming together with something. And what, really I, but agree. to kind of go back around, like when it—that's one of the big things they, that they happened with to... uh, Justice League animated series. Like yeah. a lot of the stuff just kind of felt like it was lackluster. It, but the, it got turned when it came into Young Justice. Young Justice was learning again how to reestablish a whole bunch of characters into a story and compose it really well not just that it composed a crap ton of villains outside to where they don't have to do much but you know something's going on yeah you know what i mean and they the story storylines they had for the villains just meshed very well yes even going from beginning to where they had the reach come in it it just flowed in perfectly 
I mean, how it, they did it, it. it fit really well with the, the keystones that they were building, and they managed to do a very good, like, plot twisty kind of thing without making it super obvious, but also making it to where it's not super hard to follow. Right. Like, they kind of interconnected all the villains to the light, and then they, they brought all the, the, the light into the into the reach. Yep. And it was all about, you know, everybody's kind of trying to vie for power in their own way with Bialya and Lex Luthor and even the, the reach and the the um well the that, beetles the black beetle oh yeah. yeah but that's the thing though so again that's why i think justice league uh you know it had its points where okay some of the characters were really cool and whatever like that the villains well you got you got a point. very good you got a very good like arc with hot girl and you got a very good arc with green lantern in the in the original animated series. Absolutely, you had the yeah. whole like solomon I, Gr- you got to when before the introduction of Justice League Unlimited, where Justice League leave, leaves off is after like the death of Solomon Grundy, like that was like the final arc with which was, uh, uh, Hot Girl leaves the Justice League at the end. Well, kind of forced out. Well, it was more forced. Out. Yeah, it was more forced out because she didn't tell them about her whole planet coming to conquer Earth yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you're on our side, but basically we feel that you're a spy for all your people. Huh, you're out. (laughs) So it was one of those things like because John didn't trust her because the Justice League didn't trust her. She kind of like half got kicked out, half walked away. Right. It it led to a very like it led to a very good place because it it kind of cemented her as a really interesting character. And also it made Solomon Grundy like that lovable villain. Yeah. To this day, I still am like Solomon Grundy want pants. Yeah. But it, I think I think the biggest thing what I was trying to point across with uh, Justice League, was, or at least Justice League Unlimited, was it had a lot of characters and a lot of stuff felt rushed. It it, it there it were did. some. I I agree with you that that the hot girl uh, John Stewart Green Lantern like well that was that arc. was the end of Justice League in the beginning of Justice League Unlimited. Justice League Unlimited focused a lot on a lot of the side characters like you had Supergirl had her arc where. Um, she is like being trained by Superman, but then he kind of hands her off to like Martian Manhunter or somebody or Mister Terrific or I forget who she gets handed off to. But she gets like treated as like a B-lister for a while, and she's like, "I'm just as strong as you are. Right. Like, why do you keep B-listing me on these shitty missions?" Um, and then she comes into her own, and you had the introduction of characters like um, Two Gun Kid and. Yeah. The vigilante, and yeah, I mean, a lot of them were not super memorable, but you you got them brought into Black Knight for Christ's sake. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> when you have the ability to kind of like throw out some obscure characters, that 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 is a bonus. That is yeah. a plus, even if it's a vague reference to. It's something for people to kind of note and go, "What's up with him or her." And then try to go and follow. And you, had, you had the real, you had the, the the whole thing with Booster Gold, where he's trying to really try to be a hero, and he saves the like saves the nurse from the burning building because that's like more his level of heroism, even though he has all this gear from another timeline. Yeah, right. Booster Gold just annoys me though. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was kind of intentionally made that way because it, it's it's the the tryhard. Yeah, it's the he, person he is who, the tryhard. He it's the person who's like, listen, I'm going to try hard really to do this, and he comes off as like the I just want to be known and have this kind of uh, status bestowed upon me, but because he's like, I want this so bad. 
Yeah, he doesn't I mean? come off as like one of the cockier superheroes because a lot of times he gets he gets put in his place when it comes to things. Right, and that he, just pushed aside sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's the thing, though. Like I, I, they at least they drew him into that that arc where it's just like, okay, he's yeah, he's annoying, and but he's a little bit funny, and he kind of comes off as like whatever. Uh, he wasn't a main staple, but yeah. y- you had the introduction to so many different characters. Um, and you also got to end on one of the best fights of all time, where it's the you you had the whole arc with Amazo. Uh, well, not only Amazo was also at the end of Justice League. Was it? I thought it was because he comes back in Justice League Unlimited. He's what helps them get rid oh, of. Yeah, he's what helps them get rid of the Brainiac Lex Luthor uh, combo. He's like the Almighty, because he's the like thirtieth level intellect at that point. Yeah. <laughs> He has Crazy. gone to the source wall and knows all things. Right. Um, and then you had the whole... No, I was getting ready to say the fight between Superman and, and Darkseid. Because he that's the whole where you get to see him like get blasted a few times and his capes come off. And he's just and like... And that's when he's like... Oh, you know what? Yeah. I like when you come here because I get to let loose. Yeah. that I do remember that because it's just like I have to walk on eggshells. Do you know what it's like to be on a world... Where it feels like you can crush an egg, like where everything feels like uh, you would be able to crush it, like a person would be able to crush an egg. I like when you come here. I can actually cut loose. <laughs> it was one of those scenes. It's just yeah. like and Whoa. like the, the the two of them punching each other is leveling the buildings around them yeah. like it freaking should. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> absolutely. Having that new gods and. Kryptonian level destruction is kind of what we're waiting for for leading up to with the Justice League movie is you we know that it's going to come down to it's a dark a side versus dark Superman. side versus Superman and I think and this is something that I have to say right now if they do not let some of the DCO animated uh, like the Warner Brothers animated series team at least help with the writing of uh, of the the second Justice League movie. They are in. They are in for a flop, and it, it's one of those things. Like all you have to do is absolutely. look at Justice League War and see how successful that was, and just kind of even slightly emulate a little bit of right. that, and you would be in a great place because it's one of those things. Like you could have the whole like Dark Side turned Superman thing. You could have the like Batman has to do the stealthy thing and sneak on the fucking the, the onto Apocalypse and yeah. fight Dasad, who's a much more like level villain for Batman to fight. I just hope <laughs> they do. When they do the dark side version, let him fight the old decrepit in, man in the in the in. They Apocalypse. bring in a good Green Lantern. From what I'm understanding, Tom Cruise is there. No, <laughs> he's too Cruise. short. He's too short to play anybody. Tom, Fuck Tom, Tom Cruise. They, Tom, Tom, they have Tom to bring. Is... They have to bring him in to make Gal Gadot look taller. Yeah. Uh, Fuck that! Tom, There's be Nathan Fillion as a fucking Green Lantern and not call it. A day. From my understanding, Tom Cruise. Uh, 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 I don't know how true this is. is. It's like Warner Brothers just trying to give out all their money in yeah. one go. They're, so, they're trying to go into Scientology. Listen, please let me know in the comments below. I don't know how much the rumors are true or not, but I, I, I. Heard something. Maybe I, it was a rumor. I hope it's not true. No, because I, I, I thought I they read were, rumors. Because yeah, I thought Tom they were going for that. Tom Cruise is going for John Stewart. He, no, apparently they they changed it. As of right now, they're waiting for the script to be changed to his liking yeah. before he would even accept it. Then yeah. I, then hopefully, I, it's not to his liking, and he can go fuck himself. Yeah, I I don't want to see a Tom Cruise Green Lantern. If that is, I think I'm kind of done with Green Lantern until uh, they come out with John Stewart. It's either, like if it, if John, it, it's either I want John them. Stewart or Kyle Rayner. I don't want to see another. I don't want to see another um, Al Jordan. 
Hal Jordan, and I don't want to see Guy Gardner on screen. I don't want to see Guy Gardner. I like Guy Gardner. What about um, the fourth Green Lantern? Um, That is four. Yeah, Jon Stewart, Kyle Rayner. Okay, fifth one. Um, Bax, Abrax. The the, the, uh, Arab guy? You mean Simon Baz? Simon Baz? Yeah. Simon Baz would be an option. Um, He's Arab. Or... Yeah, because he gets he gets marked as a terrorist while they're like yeah. while, before he gets to the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, right, I say that. Simon okay. Baz. That he's he's a he's a huge like political statement kind of thing. Like I I love how they did his his intro and stuff because it, it's very much like it it was meant to be like a around that time period kind of adjustment thing. And it, they, they, they did it very well. They did it, unlike Marvel, where Marvel was trying to force feed us, like, characters of different ethnicities, that one felt more unique because it, it or it felt less forced because it's one of those things, like, the willpower rings, they seek out people in distress yeah. that are, that are withstanding the, like, the tides of the world and stuff. And that was one of those things, like, he had to have willpower because he had to deal with a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, piling on top of it. Yeah, I mean, you could even go. You you could tell stories in which has to do. I mean, they always want to link it to Earth because Earth is the centralized point and stuff like that. But you could do like Aben Sur. You know what I mean? Just something Ooh. unique. Aben Sur would be nice. Aben Sur would be really cool. But I I still think that if they're going to do it, they need to they they need to reach out to some of the either. Do what they do what they were trying to do with um, uh, the original Green Lantern, where they were trying to steal somebody from Marvel to play a, a DC character because they already had um, Ryan Reynolds. They grabbed Ryan Reynolds for that. But he was that he was, he was he was he was already reached out to to play Deadpool before Green Lantern had come out, but he they didn't have a script ready. And then they kept battling with the the scripting for for the original Deadpool. And they were like we rated got... R, PG thirteen, rated R. PG-13. And then we got gold. And then we got gold. Ugh. Um, ish, ish. It still revolved around ish. Deadpool, so it's 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 hard to swallow ish. for us. Um, Funny character <laughs> plateaus. I mean, let let's be real. But it's perfect for Ryan Reynolds. He, um, no, he, Ryan Reynolds he, is again, the perfect Deadpool. He's the comic book equivalent of ooh a squirrel, and that's about it. <laughs> Great fun movie, best ever. No, oh look, shiny. Like, yeah, um, it's whatever it is. And man. you know, what, with, with with I don't know. With, with that kind of said, I, I kind of want to leave it on that note <laughs> because now we're going way beyond stuff that has to do with uh, '90s cartoons, anyways. So I think we're gonna move on from tangents that. galore. Yeah, it, I think we may be kind of breaking into further tangent. So with that kind of being said, I think we're going to roll this one out for today. Oh, shiny. Yeah, exactly. Mike, go get your squirrel. Go do that. (laughs) And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you rate, review, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on one of our many providers, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and many others, don't forget, head on over to our YouTube channel because we have other content for your amusement there. Go ahead and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our many other platforms. And go ahead and join us on our Discord, and go ahead and talk with our Ready Comics Roll crew, and as well as all the many other rollers. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitch for random live streams throughout the week, where we might be like some Marvel Ultimate Alliance Part 2, because I like Civil War better than I like Doom taking over the universe for some weird reason. And don't forget, if you'd like to see this channel grow, to head on over to our Patreon account and become a supporter today.